Welcome to the On Deck Podcast for all your baseball DFS needs with your superstar host, fantasy baseball experts, Casey Bubba and Bogman. On Deck Podcast is sponsored by Line Star App, the number one top rated data and analytics tool for daily fantasy sports. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the On Deck MLB DFS podcast brought to you by the wonderful people at Linestar Sports. But make sure you check them out on Twitter at Linestar App and at Linestar MLB and download the app in the Google Play Store and the Apple App Store. You will not regret it. Everything you need to build your winning lineups. It's a pretty awesome app. Honestly, every morning when I wake up, well, not when I wake up, but early in the morning, I check at least the value plays. I kind of get my head right on where those are. And obviously, as lineups come out, projections change. It's it's just some cool tools you can check out there. So go download that app. You can find myself, I am Bubba, on Twitter at BDN. Check my co-host as always on Twitter at Bogman Sports. Scott Bogman, how we doing, man? I mean... Uh, I'm just wondering how the Diamondbacks are going to blow this. So uh, it's uh, they they have a four run lead as we start this recording, uh, and I'm just wondering how they blow up. But nobody cares about you know the stuff that happened tonight was great and, and everything. But it's all about Wander Franco coming up tomorrow. That's yeah. what today, as you're listening to this, that is what we are excited about. It's Wander time. It's Wander time. It's like Wander Wander Vision is happening in reality now. It's going to be absolutely beautiful. But oh, um, man, the dad jokes. Yeah, Come you know on. me. But but real quick, I do have to mention one thing from the night before because it was just crazy. His pitching was pretty bad almost everywhere, except Jake Odorizzi of all people. And um, <laughs> you know, like the Astros and Rangers, it was just it was bizarre, bizarre evening. But what I do want to think is absolutely hilarious. So the twenty first was day one of cracking down on illegal substances, yes. and the first person was Jacob Degrom. They checked his glove, made him take his hat off, then made him undo his belt and open his pants. Really. Yeah, it's all, there's a video of it, and he's just chuckling when the guy says, you know, like looks at his belt, and he starts chuckling as he's, and so he starts unbuttoning yeah. it, and he's walking back to the dugout, putting his pants back on. Just wait till the after game check. They make him turn yeah. his head and cough twice. Yeah, so. and then I, I saw pictures online. They were doing it in AAA, and the dude like had his pants like down to his hips. Oh my god! I, you oh, know dude. what? You know what they should do just to like protest these rules? Just drop them to the to the ground like a toddler at the yeah. urinal. You know well, what they, I mean? <laughs> one of the pitchers needs to go full nuclear illusion, only have his jock strap on, <laughs> like nothing else. Like because most of these guys have like the sliding shorts or the athletic jock straps to look like boxer briefs. Uh, he, Rose goes still, in the front, big yes, guy. Roll, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Rose goes in the front, big guy. That's what we need. <laughs> one of those, and that might stop the whole party. <laughs> Oh God! That I, I go great. into deeper, more fun stuff. Maybe we'll save it for an ITL show because I have a lot of <laughs> ideas that might not be appropriate for the Line Star folks. Oh, but, um, that is great. Yeah, there's a lot. I would have fun with it because, like, the look on Degrom's face, I wouldn't be shocked if he has fun with it as it goes forward because he's just like, I don't cheat. I'm that good. Like, what do you want from me? So, yeah, I had to at least bring that up because it was just as crazy as the night was. Like, this is one of those nights I will raise the flag. I was wrong on a lot of things, but. um Watching the checking of foreign substances and making them undo their pants might have been one of the funniest <laughs> things I've ever seen. So, uh, I mean, I saw them checking. Um, oh, God, who was the second guy that got checked after the Grom? Was well, it they checked Urias quite a bit. And okay, well, Urias, watch this one. If you guys check videos and Twitter and stuff, like, um, I didn't realize Mark Pryor was like the bullpen coach or the pitching coach for the, the Dodgers now. So he came out, Will Smith, the catcher, like they surround Urias. And all oh. of a sudden, you see Arias in the middle working the baseball. Oh, like I see. Oh, it was 
it's going to be fun. It's going to be the base. MLB is ruining baseball. It's so much fun. But we are here to enjoy baseball. We've got it. We have 14 games on a Tuesday. It's an absolute doozy. There's a couple spots with some sprinkles going on, but it looks like everything should play. No problem. So enjoy that. And we'll kick things off. A lot of great pitching on this slate. A lot of great pitching. So that'll make things fun to differentiate. We'll start off with a good one. Chicago White Sox at the Pittsburgh Pirates. Um, we have Lucas Giolito. Versus the one and only uh, Tyler Anderson. Julito 9,400 on DK, 10,5 on FanDuel. Anderson 8K on DK, 6K on FanDuel. Gio's been figuring it out. He hasn't been like the dominant, dominant guy, but he's been pretty darn good. And you get a Pirates team that you can definitely exploit, Bogman. Yeah, I mean, five of his last six have been quality. He's probably one of the best options tonight going up against uh, the Buckos there. So you, he's got to be on your short list today. There is a little decent PVB data against him. Polanco uh, is two for six with a double against him. But after that, I mean, you know, you have some decent hitters on the Pittsburgh side right now. Eric Gonzalez has been hitting when he's in the lineup and he's super cheap. Uh, Stallings has been hitting for a good average and Brian Reynolds is always decent for the pirates. But outside of that, there's no one I'm interested in. And the hitting has been a little rough on the Chicago side as of recent mm-hmm. too. Uh, Andrew Vaughn, 32 and 22, has got to be in play. Jake Lamb is still hitting a little bit. And Tim Anderson, 47, 3,300. You know what I thought, uh, just thinking about former Diamondbacks? I thought about how I would never think that Jake Lamb would be having a better year than Patrick Corbin in 2021. And here we are. That's how. Here we are, folks. Here we are. Um, this is a tough one because, yeah, the White Sox bats have been pretty quiet. They were, you know, one time the best team versus left handed hitters in baseball. But you get Tyler Anderson, who keeps coming off giving up six runs in his last start. He's given up um, four, eight home runs in his last five starts, and one of those starts he gave up zero. So he's given up the long ball. I'm not sure I want to go all in on Chicago on a 14-game slate, over under seven and a half on this game. But it's definitely intriguing. Like Vaughn's a nice value. We know he smacks right-handed pitching very – or left-handed pitching very well. Tim Anderson is also. So you can go that way if you want. Um, but it's pretty much Julio for me, and I'm not going to get too cute. Like Pittsburgh, I've been getting cute with lately. It worked like once; it did not work like the rest of the times. But um, they're always valuable. Like they're like the the redheaded stepchild to the Baltimore Orioles. <laughs> so that that's where Pittsburgh is right now. So I, I, I look at them on slates where I need value. Maybe we do if you want to go two big pitchers in the slate. And if you do, right-handed batters give more power versus Julio. Something to keep in mind. All right, Houston at Baltimore on this one. We got Granky versus Jorge Lopez <laughs> over under. 10 and a half on this <laughs> one. Uh, it was 10 on uh, ten on Monday. We haven't got there yet. Uh, Granky's 9K on DK84 and Fando Lopez 45 and 62. Pretty sure Lopez off the list. Granky, everyone knows my thoughts. Are you back on? You stay in the course. No, 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 no. You stay in the course. I, I'm staying the course of having Good. no opinion on Granky because my opinion, it doesn't matter. It's always the opposite. So if I just give no opinion, then uh, I cannot be blamed for either way. So I have no opinion on on uh, Granky because it doesn't matter. He'll do the opposite. I think this is a stack Astros game yeah. against Lopez. I mean, Altuve, Toro, who you've mentioned, is still super cheap at 21 apiece. Uh, Carlos Correa, 48 and 39. Brantley, Alvarez. If you want to you know, throw in Cedric M- uh, Mullins, who's been white hot. Mountcastle, who's been white hot. They're expensive, but they got to be in play too. Yeah, Jordan hit a grand slam on Monday. So he's got that going for him. The Astros are a great stack. They're going to be one of the more popular stacks. Um, they were popular, but not as popular on Monday because of the threat of rain, but they're going to be chalk. They're going to be very, very chalky. So keep that in mind, but they are a smash spot first Lopez tonight. And I always like to Baltimore. So if you want to go at Granky, get some low owned Baltimore bats. I don't hate, especially Cedric Mullins. 
really good one to go to. Not one, not one of my top options, but <laughs> if you want to be super contrarian on a 14-game slate, that's one I would look to. Like you mentioned, the game stack theory, get some there. Kansas City Royals at the New York Yankees. Brady Singer, Garrett Cole, over under of eight. Cole's looked a little shaky since the sticky stuff debate has shown up. Still been effective. Like he's putting up over 20 DK points. He's put up a good chunk of FanDuel points. He's been effective. He has not been 11K on DK, 11K on FanDuel effective. So are you going to Cole as the highest priced pitcher on the slate? He's in play, but I would rather go with Giolito uh, against the Pirates. You know, so uh, I, I like him. Obviously, he's in play, maybe just because he'll be a little bit lower owned than he normally is. He's always a good option, but I'm just not that interested. For me, it's uh, it's bats in this game. Uh, Merrifield has a decent track record against Cole, two for seven with a double. It's 286 average, and then guys like Santana. Salvador Perez, Nicky Lopez has been hitting a little bit when he's in there, 2,000, Uh Gary Sanchez has been smashing the ball recently. Gio is still hitting, and Stanton has been hitting. You know, Stanton is either hurt or hitting, it seems like, all the time. But, uh, yeah, th that's who I'm interested in in this game. No pitching, really. The one thing I'll say is like, I'm not on a full, I don't think, attack Garrett Cole campaign, but in his three starts since the sticky stuff, two homers, two homers, one homer. So he's given up the long ball. Strikeouts are down only four Ks in his last start against Toronto. Like that's a good Toronto team, but still a Toronto team that strikes out a lot. So yeah. uh, it's very interesting if you want to go with a couple, like one or two Royals one-offs, I get it on this slate. So you mentioned some guys that target like Santana, Perez, Merrifield, Ryan O'Hearn just got called up if you want like a 2K, uh, just power lefty. That just, all he's going to do is home runner strikeout. Like those are options you can go to. Um, but the Yankees, I think, are very much in play. Like you mentioned, Brady Singer, he's broken right now. You can definitely go with the, the Yankees offense kind of broken too, but yeah. you can go back there if you want with, uh, especially with like the Sanchez, your uh value part of that lineup, the like five, six, seven part of that lineup, save some money. I, I don't hate that Yankees little stack at all. We have the next game on the list here, Washington at Philadelphia. This is one I wouldn't mind sitting down and watching. Um, we have Max Scherzer versus Zach Wheeler on this one. And Scherzer's coming off the IL. He only missed one start. He's good to go. He's 10-8 on both sites. Wheeler's 10-2 on DK, 11-4 on Fandle, the most expensive pitcher on Fandle. I like Wheeler a lot tonight, Bachman. Eight quality starts in a row. And his last two against Washington this year, 13.1 innings pitch, four earned, 15-3 to three strikeouts to walk. So he's pitching well against Washington, too. I think he's probably a little too expensive for me. I mean, I don't want any part of Scherzer coming out the groin strain, right? Yeah. Like I, you know, I was trying to be Pollyanna with Degrom in his the last time I said that, and then he went out and you know uh, only pitched uh, three innings. He was fine today, but this was after getting yanked in the last start. Of course, he wasn't on our slate today, but um, but it's the same thing with Scherzer. I just don't want these guys coming off of. Uh, you know, little nagging injuries. So, Especially when it's this big of a slate, he can kind of be picky. Right, exactly. So for me, I mean, I, I would maybe go with some Philly bats. Hoskins, Bohm is 3,2400. He's been hitting a little bit. Kutch is still affordable at 38 and 28. So I think that's what I'm interested in. I don't really want any Washington bats against Wheeler right now. Yeah, I, I like Wheeler quite a bit. I guess the only Washington bat, like, it's hard to just ignore what the Schwarbombs is doing. And the fact that uh, he's priced down to uh, $3,300. He's day-to-day, -day, so make sure he's playing. But $3,300 on DK, and he's 22 on Fandle, or 23 on Fandle. No, 29 on Fandle, sorry. So 33 <laughs> on DK, 29 on Fandle. That's still very, very cheap if you want a one-off. I will say this much about that Phillies lineup. When I saw them in person on Sunday, I watch a lot of baseball, Blogman. There were about three guys in that lineup. 
Never heard of him in my lifetime. <laughs> Ronald so, Torres. Uh, I've heard of Torres. He used to play for the Yankees, but there was uh, an outfielder. Was Luke Williams in there? Luke Williams let off. I only know him because he had the walk off. Otherwise, yeah. I wouldn't have known him. But their center fielder, I can't remember, is like Curling or Durling or something. No idea who he is. <laughs> Blew my freaking mind. So, um, yeah, it's, it's an interesting lineup, but I do like some, some Wheeler tonight. He's one of my favorite pitchers on the slate if you're paying up. Atlanta at the New York Mets. Charlie Morton, Marcus Stroman over under seven in this one. Morton, 73 on DK, 83 on Fandle. Stroman, 96 on DK, 98 on Fandle. Stroman's been outstanding. He's a little more than Giolito, which is tough to stomach. But like cash game-wise, he's such a steady Eddie pitcher. I'm a big fan. Morton almost had a no-no his last time, but I just had trouble uh, using him this season. Yeah, but Morton, his last start against the Mets, he went six, one earned, eight strikeouts, no walks. So I think both pitchers are in play here. You know, I think Morton is a nice secondary pitcher option. If you're paying up for Stroman and want to start him, that's okay. I mean, I think, like you said, I'd rather go with Giolito on this slate, but Stroman definitely has to be in play, and he won't be as owned because there are so many good options uh, today. So I think they're both in play, which makes me not really want any bats here. Uh, there's a, some decent PVB data. VR is three for 11 with a bomb against Morton. Uh, Swanson, four for eight against Stroman. Four for nine for Ozzy uh, Albies against Stroman. And two for five with two doubles for Billy McKinney uh, against Morton. So uh, th there's some okay PVB data here. Obviously, Acuna's been hot. Um, you know, Lindor is starting to heat up again. Guys like that. But I, I think I'm in on both pitchers. And I don't really want to pick and choose bats here. Yeah, I'm kind of with you on this one. Uh, the one thing I'll say is we keep saying we want Giolito, we want Giolito. That might be popular. So getting some That's of these true. Pivots, some of these pivots might be good too. Gio's in a great spot. Like there's nothing wrong with what he's doing. But uh, we'll have to there's see how that looks. Plenty of pivots too. Yes, plenty, plenty, plenty of them. So yeah, I think I'm, I'm fading the bats here. If I had to pick one team, I'd take the Mets over Morton. But uh, lots of ways to go on the 14 game slate. We can get a little picky on this one. Boston at the Tampa Bay Rays. Erod. Andrew Kitteridge, over under eight. Who cares? It's Wander Bronco season. Yeah, it's a low total. Because I will say this much. We talked about it a few episodes ago. Erod has not put together the good outings yet. He's 64 on both sides. But you look at his peripherals. Like the dude, strikeout rate's like the best of his career. His Kato walks outstanding. His, uh, his contact rates are good. Earned earn run in his last 14 innings pitched. That's, yeah, I, you know. But like you look at all his X stats, like his X FIPS, his like X CRAs, all that. There's something like I'm waiting for that other thing to click and then it's going to be yeah. beautiful. I'm not sure tonight's tonight, but it's one of those like if I make 20 lineups, I'm going to keep putting a little E rod out there every time because I'm just waiting for it like a six or seven innings, two or three runs, like nine strikeouts at dirt cheap coming. Yeah, so, I, I get it. We'll it's just he's been rough. Kidridge oh, is yeah. an opener. So I can't believe that the over is only eight. I'm, I'm more surprised by that. Like if you want to play E rod because he's super cheap in a lineup today and stack up on bats, I get it. Uh, because like you said, the underlying stuff, he's going to pay off at some point. But yeah. uh, I'm I'm just surprised that the over would be so low in this one because there's some good PVB data here too. Three for six for uh, Lau with two bombs uh, against Erod. Four for seven for Yandy Diaz against him. Three for eight for JD against Kittredge. So uh, there's some decent PVB data here. And there's hot bats on both sides. Rafael Devers for Dugo. Dahlbeck, Renfro, Kike Hernandez, Rosarena has been hitting, Wendell's been hitting all year. Uh, Manny Margot is a nice cheap option, cheaper on DK, 27 and 32. And of course, like you mentioned, you got to get Wander in those lines. I mean, he's going to be as close to 100% owned, I think, yeah. as he'll be for the rest of the year. 2,000 on DK, 2,500 on FanDuel. Got to get him in that lineup, right? 
Yeah, DK. Well, FanDuel 25, I can at least kind of understand on FanDuel. I get that, okay? DK, they announced on Sunday. He was coming up on Tuesday. You had plenty of time to correct. <laughs> to adjust, at least, right. At least make him like 2800 or something. Like, <laughs> I, I get it if you don't want to make him like super expensive, but $2,000? Really? Yeah. Come on, guys. Like, come Be on. Going. So, yeah, he's going to be owned. Every, yeah, what are we doing here? What, I think I'll do my hands. He's going <laughs> to be very, very popular on this slate. Car runs good. Yeah, that's the reason why Elon <laughs> might be interesting. So we'll see. Um, St. Louis at Detroit. Like, there's some really fun pitching on this slate. Uh, yeah. Johan Oviedo versus Tariq Skubal. Over under nine on this one, but it's two young arms. We've seen do very, very well. We've seen some sketchiness. Skubal's been much more consistent of late. 66 on DK, 87 on Fandle. Oviedo pitched great his last time out. Looks like he's going to be in the rotation for a little while. I like both options as SP2s on this slate, especially on DK where they're below. That's why you're not going to have an SP2 on FanDuel, but they're both below 7K. I see the risk too. I'm I'm with you. I like them both, which makes me kind of out on bats in this game. But Oviedo, quality start last time out against Miami. Uh, like him at this price. Um, you know, not like Detroit's lineup is a ton better than Miami, if better at all. Uh, Scooble, three out of his last four been quality. Still walks a lot, but 32 to 11. Uh, as far as strikeouts versus walks in his last three starts, so are in those four starts, so that's pretty solid as well. So I, I'm I'm kind of in on both the pitchers. Uh, there's some decent price on hitters here. I mean, Castro has been hitting uh, well for Detroit. He's 24 and 22. Daz Cameron is actually uh, cheaper on DK guy, 2,000 and 3,000 as his price. Um, you know, if you wanted to go to Dylan Carlson at 33 and 24, like there's affordable bats here. But I think I'm sticking with the pitching, like you said. Yeah, Akil Badu is another one. 23 on DK, 26 yeah, on yeah. FanDuel. Saw a stat today. Since May 1st, he has the highest OBP in baseball for anyone with at least 100 at-bats or 100 players. Wow. Um, and Because I, I looked at him like three weeks ago for an article I wrote for a waiver wire piece because he was starting to click again. But he's even stolen a couple bases. Like he's sneakily – he's not crushing home runs like crazy like he was before, but he's like been productive, especially at the cheap prices on these sites. So another guy you can think about. I don't mind a cheap Tiger stack just in case we see like the bad Oviedo again. But uh, And Scooble, just for the faint of heart, he's going to give up a couple loud hits if he even home runs. Sure, yeah. But what he does is, he, like you said, he strikes out so many guys, and he's so cheap that he pays off every, all, most of the time. So yeah. that's why you use them as an SP2. Like they'll give up three or four runs, but he's gonna strike out seven plus, and you're gonna be. And St. Louis happy. ain't mashing right now. No, I mean they cold. can break out at any point, but they're not mashing right this second. Completely agree. Let's head to Miami, Toronto Blue Jays at the Miami Marlins and pitcher friendly Miami. Ross Stripling versus Sandy Alcantara. Another great total over under seven and a half. Stripling fifty seven on DK seventy six on Fandle. Alcantara eighty seven and ninety three. Alcantara has been outstanding this year, especially at home. So he could be a sneaky play because most don't want to fade Toronto. And Stripling's been very good of late. So this is a weird one right here, Bogman. Again, I, I could see using both pitchers here. I can kind of see an argument for bats if you want, but I like both pitchers in this one also. Yeah, I'm kind of with you here. This is another game that's just kind of, you know, I mean, look, Toronto can smash any time. So uh, if you, and, and I mentioned this about Alcantara in my notes, three quality starts in a row. But his last non-quality was against Toronto at Toronto. It was a good, decent start. Six innings pitch, four strikeouts, no walks, four earned. So not his best start, but wasn't terrible. But it was his last non-quality. Uh, but Stripling, 
Uh, only been beat up in one start this year. He's got to be in play at this price. He's just super, super cheap. So another pivot from pretty much anybody here. And uh, I mean, Vlad Jr. is three for three against Alcantara with a bomb and a double. But who isn't? You know, I mean, uh, Vlad is he's doing that to everybody. Uh, so I get it. Duvall's been super hot and he's cheap, 33 and 34. So he's a decent bat. After that, I just don't think I'm paying up for anybody else in this game. Yeah, it's tough. Like part of me wants to get a cheap Marlin stack because Stripling, I like him a lot. I'm just kind of waiting for that other shoe to drop. Um, yeah. But I like both pitchers in this game. Like I respect them enough that I don't see blowups happening type situation. I believe the total of seven and a half is pretty legit, especially in that ballpark. So yeah. not running to play bats in this game. If you, if you want to play a little Marlins action, I could see going there against Stripling, but I also could see punting with $5,700 Stripling. So two, two angles to go there. Cleveland at the Chicago Cubs. Morgan Hendricks on this one. Uh, no totally as Morgan's returning to make another start for the uh, Cleveland Indians. Hendricks is 98 on DK, 89 on FanDuel. With all the pitching we talked about tonight, I know Cleveland struggled a bit. I just can't go to Hendricks. I can't do it. He's got seven quality starts in a row. So yeah. I get it. But he's high floor, low ceiling. So, you know, he's like a nice cash game option and, and that kind of stuff. But uh, I'm just he's just not sexy, you know, and, and that's uh, it's unfortunate. But that's just kind of the truth when it comes to Hendricks. So uh, I'm with you. But there's not a lot of bats to love in this game either. I mean, like you said, the Cleveland side, uh, you know, Eddie Rosario, two for five with a triple against uh, Hendricks. Jose Ramirez, Harold Ramirez, Jose or Cesar Hernandez has been uh, hitting. Uh, Ramirez is a nice, Harold is a nice cheap price, 29 and 26. No one really has been hitting for the Cubs. I mean, I put Jock and Javier Baez on here just because they have some counting stats, but neither one of them are hitting for a good average recently. Uh, the whole Cubs team uh, is not great, and I would love to start someone against them, but not Eli Morgan. No, thank you. So uh, this game is just kind of ugly. I'll probably ignore it most of the night so yeah i could see going to some cleveland action here because kyle hendrick does give up a lot of loud contact and power to left-handed bats i don't know if a full stacks in play but a guy like bobby bradley stands out at 46 on dk 3k on Fanduel as a guy that i could have some fun with uh, on this slate from the left side of the plate but yeah the Indian, indians as a whole have been cold hendrick's you mentioned seven quality starts so it's hard to go against him he's more of a cash game in a tournament play like i'd rather pay up for wheeler or down for geo and in, in a tournament that's yeah. where i'm at on on those two Oakland Athletics at the Texas Rangers. Irvin Lyles on this one. You have over under of nine. This is starting to speak some truth now. We got uh, <laughs> Irvin. Are you interested in either pitcher? I was going to say it. I, I would. I would like Irvin on a shorter slate, but yes, because fair. we have so many options today, uh, Lyles is a hard pass for me. So not yeah. really interested. All about the bats. <laughs> yeah, and there's not a ton of bats to love here either. Uh, Elvis Andrus is cheap, thirty-two and two. 8 of 21 against Lyles with a double in his career. It's 381 average. Olsen, like you said, La Flama Blanca, 56 and 4,000. He's expensive. you got to pay for him. Sean Murphy's been hitting. Tony Kemp's been hitting. Adolis Garcia is kind of starting to climb out of the June funk that he's been in. Uh, but other than that, there's not a lot of bats I want in this game. Yeah, Texas, they went off on Monday. Uh, Ibanez hit a home run. Trevino hit a home run. They got stuff done, so there's always a contrarian angle there against Irvin, who we've seen get hit from time to time. But uh, I'll go back to the Oakland bats here. Olsen, Kemp led off with Connor hitting second, Lorana hitting fourth. Uh, Murphy went deep. There's a little bit of everything I like in this Oakland offense. So I will be going back to an Oakland stack and keep riding these hot sticks, who are literally one of the hottest teams in baseball right now versus right-handed pitching. It's scary how good they've been. So give me Oakland or give me death. 
San Francisco at my good buddy, Los Angeles, Angels, Anaheim, Andrew Heaney. We meet again. Anthony DiScalfani versus Heaney over under eight and a half on this one. Disco 7K on DK 79 on FanDuel. Heaney's 82 and 86. I like the bats on both sides. <laughs> I love how you lay out the pitching stuff. And I love the bats. I mean, look, Descofani's been pretty great since yep. his blow up, right? Uh, you know, in, in those three. So he's been decent. Um, and I like Heaney, and I think I would like him here against most opponents. But like you've mentioned many, many times, your Giants are way too hot right now. So we're going to sweep the pitching under the rug. And like you said, go to the bats. Otani, Walsh, Ward. Fletcher, Upton, all been pretty good on the L.A. side with Ward being a nice cheap option. Everybody else, you kind of got to pay up for. Fletcher's not bad. 20, you know, both. Uh, but then on your white hot Giants, Duggar, Belt, Yastrzemski, Flores, Crawford, Solano has been good since coming back. They are all expensive, though. So, uh, and, you know, is Duggar going to get the start with Heaney on the mound? Uh, so they're all, you just got to pay up for them. Uh, and I don't know if I'm that interested in paying up for Giants bats. That's what's going to scare a lot of people off. So I'm quite intrigued by that option. I will <laughs> say Darren Ruff got activated from the IL. He's 2K on Fandle. He's 46 on, or 43 on DK. So nice, cheap, cheap option with Ruff on Fandle. But Wilmer Flores, 4 for 4 on Sunday with two home runs. Uh, the Giants are a great Fandle stack. They are super cheap on Fandle compared to DK. Like you said, DK, you got to pay. But um, I, I do like some... Some gigantes against Heaney, but I don't mind the Angels versus Disclafani. It's hot out here on the West Coast. That ball is going to fly a little more than people think. Otani is just insanely hot. Walsh is swinging it well. You mentioned Ward. Like, There's a lot to like, even uh, Stasi catching. I don't mind a game stack here. Um, I don't mind. I, I don't, I kind of, I'm kind of leaning price-wise and everything, going the Angels over the Giants in a stack situation, but both very live for me in this game. Another game where I don't mind a stack. You got the Milwaukee Brewers at the Arizona Diamondbacks. Freddie Peralta, Zach Gallon, over under eight and a half. Peralta 10K on DK 95 on Fanduel. Gallon 89 and 8,000. And Gallon got roughed up in his return, Bogman. Milwaukee's not great, but uh, I don't know. Gallon wasn't too strong that first go round. Yeah, they're babying him. Only two and two thirds last time out. I'm just not interested, at, especially at that price. Peralta. Uh, you know, he had a start a couple weeks ago against the Diamondbacks too. Seven and a third, one earned, nine strikeouts, three walks. So he's got to be in play. He is expensive, but he's another pivot from Giolito, like we've mentioned before. You got a couple more coming up and, here and too. Another but, guy, another guy I'd rather have than Hendricks. Right, exactly. So uh, they, they're decent. Uh, there's no Diamondback bats I'm buying right now. Uh, I mean, they might all be traded before tomorrow anyway. Uh, but <laughs> Willie Adamas, Luis Urias, uh, Colton Wong, Christian Yelich, all in play for Milwaukee for sure. Yeah, I, I definitely like some Milwaukee. Like you mentioned, Adamas, Urias, Wong, got Avi. Uh, I pretty much just never pay for Yelich. Because he's so pricey, I'll pay for all the other ones because they're all these reasonable. His price has got to come down. He's been miserable the whole year. I, it's one of those. I think that's just the, the name value sticking them there. Yeah. It's it's crazy. I get it. It's just weird. So I like a Milwaukee stack, for, uh, and one of the biggest reasons is because you said they're baby and gallon. So that means we got a ton of the one of the worst bullpens in baseball, a ton yeah. of them. So I'll take my chances with Milwaukee in that one. I think they're a great late night hammer down situation on this slate. A couple more games to go to. Before we do, make sure you go to iTunes and give a rate and review to the podcast. We truly appreciate it. And also check out the Line Star YouTube channel and uh, give a subscribe and a thumbs up and all the good stuff there because you think we're cool. So go check all that good <laughs> stuff out. But we got two more games for you here. Los Angeles Dodgers at the San Diego Padres. Clayton Kershaw versus Blake 
Snell. Snell, Snell, Snell. 92 for Kershaw, 10 2 on FanDuel, 92 on DK. Snell, 84 and 75. I can see an argument for Kershaw. I just prefer not using either pitcher in this game. Yeah, look, Kershaw only two earned runs over his last two starts in 12 innings pitch, 18 to 1 strikeouts to walks. So he he could be in play if you want to play him. Another guy that you could pivot if you're afraid of ownership percentages from some of the other big guys. So uh, like Wheeler, like Giolito, stuff like that. So he's in play in that regard. Uh, Snell, two starts against LA have been decent. 10 in the third innings, four earned runs. Uh, 14 to four strikeout to walks, but he has been God awful as of recent. So this it's bats time in this game. If you want some good BVD, uh, PVB data against Snell, uh, or I mean, Kershaw three for seven for Grisham with a bomb five for 14 for Tatis with two homers, seven for 24 for Machado with two homers. It's 292 average, uh, Hosper nine for 30, uh, against him with two doubles and a bomb. Will Smith, three for five with a double against Snell, eight for 28 for Mookie against Snell. Remember, Red Sox and, uh, and uh, Rays there. Two doubles and a homer with a 286 average. And then there's hot bats on both sides that don't even have great PVP data. Taylor, Pujols, Turner, McKinstry, Cronenworth, Pham, Myers, all have been hitting. So like you said, I'm probably going to steer clear pitching and stick to hitting here. I love a Dodger stack. They've been cold, but I, I'll fade Blake Snell until I'm blue in the face. Yeah. And um, they're expensive. They're like you mentioned, bets numbers. Bets went deep on uh, on Monday night. Uh, Will Smith's been swinging it well. Chris Taylor, I can't believe he's 53 on DK. 32 on Fanduel, I can stomach uh, at DK prices tough. So I like the Dodgers pricey. So make it work with some of the cheap pitching options. I really like a San Diego stack. Like I liked a little bit tonight. They popped off in the first. We'll see how it keeps going. But one of that was Machado going deep. He's only 44 on DK, 35 on Fanduel. That 44 on DK is a discount. That, that's, that's a good price. So mix in some Padres with Machado. I like that one quite a bit. Last game of the evening, the Road Rockies. Colorado Rockies at the Seattle Mariners on this one. Kyle Freeland, Chris Flexen. Somehow the over-under is only eight on this one. Um, Flexen's been decent of late. I'm not sure I'm going to him unless you're really desperate. He's, he's in play as an SP2 at 5,500 on DK. But I want all the Mariners bats for Kyle Freeland. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like you said, Flexen, two quality starts in a row. Uh, but, um, you know, the Rockies were hitting in Colorado, so we'll see if they bring it to Seattle with them. But like you said, I mean, Crawford is a nice cheap option. Jake Bowers has been hitting. Shed Long has been hitting. If he's in the lineup, 28 and 3,000. Luis Torrens, uh, 23 and 21. They've been hitting. So on the other side, if you're not believing in flex and, you know, Tapia is a nice cheap price, 34, 3,000. CJ Crone's been hitting. Daza is always hitting. Uh, McMahon is hitting, and, and so is Hampson, 4,026. So I'm just taking bats and probably no pitching here. Yeah, no pitching for the most part, but I, I do like my Seattle plays. Like Hanniger, he's expensive. He's like the only expensive one. Uh, after that, you got the Crawford that you talked about. He's, he's cheap. Um, Torrance is playing really well behind the dish. He's super affordable. I wish France was back, but I'm not sure he's going to be back. We got Shed Long, like you mentioned, is cheap. Lots of cheapies there in Seattle. So I like that as a nice looking value option for things. Before we give the wonderful home run calls of the day, Bogman, just real quick, who's your top pitching options on this slate? I mean, uh, Giolito is obviously, like we mentioned, uh, the best one. I like Freddie Peralta against my miserable Diamondbacks as well. Uh, Cole is in play. Wheeler's in play. Stroman or Morton, either side, I think are in play. Uh, if you want to go super cheap with Oviedo or Scoople, we've talked about that. Um, and I think that's probably all I got. And Kershaw, of course. Uh, after that, that's it. 
And my three pay up options, it's Wheeler Peralta Geo. That's kind of where I'm gonna I'm gonna circle the trains on that one. And then I like the punts, like you mentioned, Oviedo. Scoobles my favorite punt. I'll just yeah. for that. He I, I just love his his ceiling's tremendous. He might get shelled just because he gets up the, the contact like we talked about, but his strikeout upside's tremendous. And then I like Oviedo and Stripling. That'd be like the three cheapies. Um there's always a hard, a soft spot for Erod, but like we talked about that. Um, if you have to stack up, uh, give me a couple of the stacks you really like tonight. Like Houston at Baltimore, Lopez is just not great. Yankees against Singer, uh, either side of Tampa Bay versus Boston. Sorry, Eduardo. Uh, I do love you, but it. no I respect. respect it. Uh, Toronto at Miami, Oakland uh, at Lyles, and Seattle versus Colorado. Yeah, the Houston one's great. Um, Oakland, that SFLA game, Milwaukee. Like the, the late night hammers could be coming down. There's a bunch though. There's there's a, probably like seven or eight stacks we could really uh, to break things down. But what we will break down is when you follow Line Star on Twitter at Line Star app and at Line Star MLB, they tweet out all kinds of great stuff, including home run calls of the day from Bogman, myself, and Ryan Humphreys. And if you retweet the home run calls of the day, three of you will be chosen to join each one of us. And if our home run hits, you get some free swag. Lots of free swag last week. Not so much on Monday. So we'll get it going for you on Tuesday, Bogman on Tuesday, June twenty second. Who is your home run call of the day? Give me Wander Franco off Erod for his first career bomb. Let's go, Wander. That is a uh, shout out to my boy, the Welsh, who uh, said he's going to hit a home run on the ITL show. I said, you know what? I'm going to follow you with the line star call. So uh, give me a uh, Wander to hit a bomb. It's Wander Franco time in Tampa Bay. Uh, for myself, though, I am going to go back. He's going deep back to back nights. I'm going Mookie Betts versus Blake Snow. Mookie go. Betts keeps things going. He's got the history versus Snell starting to maybe heat up here in uh, in June, heading into July. Give me some Mookie Betts versus Blake Snell late night hammer time. So we got Wander Franco. We got Mookie Betts. We'll see what Ryan Humphreys do, does. We have 14 games. So everybody, good luck on your Tuesday. We'll be back with you Wednesday on another big, big slate. But until next time, see you. See ya. Thank you for listening to the Line Star app on deck podcast. Download Line Star app from the App Store or go to linestarapp.com for all your DFS baseball needs. If you love the on deck podcast, support KC Bubba and Bogman by rating and subscribing. Good luck.